Welcome to the Breakthrough Maze in 2021. We all had a very hard year, and this year really changed many of us. We lost people. Some of us, we lost people that we love. Some of us have been touched forever by the circumstances that we faced. The key is to learn from our experiences and keep growing each day so that we can become a better version of ourselves. In 2021, my word for this year is relationships. That means I'm going to be exploring breakthroughs about how to build more meaningful relationships. And that's what I want season two to be about. In the past, I created episodes and coached people, brought experts on the show, and even did a few solo episodes. But I want to create episodes that I personally want to listen to and keep getting value from those episodes. I have to confess, I haven't really made this podcast a priority in the past year. And... I can conjure so many reasons about why, but I always say that you either have reasons or results in life. And I don't need to give you a bunch of excuses about why I didn't post consistently. Instead, what I can do is find a way to start creating valuable content consistently in a podcast format. I was listening to a friend's podcast the other day, and I realized that each word that was said was well thought out, was powerful, and was impactful kind of like a production, like a TV show. And I was caught into that podcast and I started to feel like, you know what? Maybe a podcast needs to be scripted a little bit. Maybe I need to decide what I want to create in the episode before I start talking and not just wing it. I think I'm going to write my thoughts down in advance of the episode and carefully think about what I want to say before. They say if you fail to prepare, you might as well prepare to fail. And I don't want to fail. Instead, I want to scale. I've actually been saying that a lot lately. So instead of me winging it like I've done so many times in my life, I want to have a real impact. I created a strategy. So here's my strategy for the podcast for this year. I'm going to come up with a list of episodes in advance and plan out a series for season two. I'm calling it season two because I want to cutoff point from all the other episodes that I've been doing. I want to kind of restart without creating a whole new podcast. I'm going to know exactly who I want to interview, what I want to ask them, and each episode will focus on a relationship or somebody specific in my life. I may mention who they are, or I may keep them anonymous and be a little vague. I'm also going to talk about a book that I've written or that I'm reading that might be interesting to tell you about the things that are going on in my mind. I may bring up a project and how it relates to that relationship that I have. And each episode will be short, to the point. And I think talking for 21 minutes or giving you 21 minutes worth of content in 2021 is a good number. So let's begin the season. Today I want to talk about my relationship with my sister and a recent conversation that I had with her. You see, I grew up with my sister, and although I always wanted to have a really good relationship with her, we didn't resonate on many levels. Now, I have four sisters. I'm not going to mention which sister I'm talking about, but I, you know, I, I wanted to have a better relationship. I wouldn't say my relationship was bad with her, but there were times where she got annoyed at me or judged me for the things that I've done, or at least I felt judged by her. So maybe she wasn't even judging me, which is fine. She recently reached out to me to talk about emotions in general 
And we had an amazing conversation. And I think that we've built a much deeper relationship, specifically over the past few years. But even in our conversations about personal development, become very, very powerful, our relationship improved tremendously as a result of our conversations. And this specific conversation was around controlling emotions. And she asked me, how does one identify emotions so that they can be controlled? And I was fascinated by that question because I remember used to wanting to control my emotions. Like I didn't want to feel anger. I didn't want to feel sadness. I didn't want to feel loneliness or even frustration. I didn't understand emotions and that emotions were something separate than me. So exploring this conversation with her was so powerful because it made me remember that even if I know that I am not my emotion, I still need that reminder to stay centered and stay aware because often I'll get sucked into the emotions. We talked about the difference between running away from emotions and bottling up our emotions and actually being aware and letting them go, going through them instead of going around them and running away. You see, because we often have an emotion and then we reject the fact that we had that emotion. Oh, I'm not sad. I'm not angry, right? I just cut an onion. That's why I'm crying. But really you're crying because there's something that needs to be felt. There's something that needs to be felt deep down inside. That doesn't mean you need to hang out there for the rest of your life and feel it and feel it and feel it and feel it. Once you know what's going on and the story that you're telling yourself around that, you can just let it go at that point. So we talked about letting go of emotions that are not empowering. We also talked about the stories that we tell ourselves that actually generate those emotions because the reality is every single thing that we feel comes from some type of a thought that we had or a meaning that we make something that happened in our life or something that we thought about or something that we focus on. And usually there's a story behind it, some type of a story. If somebody cuts me off, that's a story. They cut me off. Really, they didn't cut me off. They're just driving into my lane because they're not paying attention or because they're in a rush to get somewhere. What does it have to do with them trying to attack me? But we create that story, and so we get angry instead of just letting it go. And a lot of it has to tie tied back to our experiences in life of when that happened before and what it reminds us of. So we talked a lot about the stories and how to change those stories by identifying the stories. We also discussed hormones because sometimes people feel sad or some other feelings, anxiety, because they have certain chemicals changing in their body. And we start, then we got into the whole concept of, okay, so what can you do when you notice that your body's changing and you're feeling things not as a result of a circumstance that happened, but as of a hormone? And if you don't want to feel that feeling, what can you do to not change that feeling? Because the more you try to change or resist something, the more it stays the same. What can you do to transform that feeling into something even more empowering? So we talked a little bit about that. We also discussed how our emotions are actually action signals. And they're not bad. Emotions are neutral. An emotion that feels like sadness, well, we're calling it sadness. We're calling it frustration. We're calling it boredom. And we're making it bad. And then if we stop labeling the emotion and we kind of just identify, is this empowering or disempowering? Is this an emotion that we want to feel or is this an emotion that we don't want to feel? Then we could start realizing, okay, why are we feeling this emotion? What's behind it? What story have we created and what actually needs to change? Because when we don't want to feel something, something needs to change in our life. 
It's an action signal, not a bad or negative emotion. It's just an action signal. So figuring out what action you need to take. And sometimes, actually most of the time, it has to do with growth. So if you're feeling super lonely, maybe you're focusing on yourself and you're not focusing on other people and contribution. And you're telling yourself stories about the fact that you're lonely instead of thinking about how you can contribute to other people, which contribution is the cure for loneliness. I considered creating a course about emotional awareness. And if I did create a course, I would have three simple steps. Number one is how to become aware of your emotions. What are the different emotions that we're feeling and why are we feeling them? How to create emotions that we can set ourselves up for success. How do we actually create the emotions once we become aware? And then how do we have the right hab habits so we don't have to start creating things, right? How do, we, how do they just automatically generate by themselves and we become more high vibration being in general? So those are the three steps that I would say, number one is the awareness, number two is how to actually shift and create, and then number three is how to make them happen automatically, how to create a system in our life so that we have emotional well-being automatically. And so I always talk about things being broken down into a process, and we also spoke about the three steps, and let me talk to you a little bit about the three steps. If you're feeling something you don't wanna feel right now, in your life, there are actually three elements that you need to think about. The first step is thinking about your body. The second step is thinking about your focus. And the third step is thinking about your language. So if you feel a disempowering feeling, maybe sadness, maybe anger, maybe you're feeling anxiety, frustration, discomfort, you're feeling something. And usually one emotion that's disempowering will often lead to another emotion. First you'll feel anxious and then you might feel disappointed and then you might feel frustration. And if you don't deal with the frustration, it might turn into anger and eventually guilt and so on and so forth. And you'll end up feeling all these disempowering emotions that you really don't wanna feel. But the first thing I always tell people is how are you holding your body? Is your body in a high energy state or is your body in a low energy state? And if your body's in a low energy state, you're gonna feel low energy emotions. If you're sitting, leaned over on the couch, hunched over, and you know, you're, have your body in a position that makes you feel sad, you may feel some sadness, you might feel some loneliness. But if you're standing with the Superman pose or you're running up and down the stairs and you're in, in action and you're, you know, moving your body in a very empowering way, well, then you're gonna feel more energy flowing through your body and you're not gonna feel those emotions that are disempowering. Instead, you're gonna start feeling emotions of power. So how you hold your body is really important and shifting your body will also create a hormonal change in your body, which can also be very powerful. The second step is thinking about your focus. If you're focused on the things that you don't have, you're gonna feel lack, you're gonna feel disempowered. If you're gonna focus on the things that you're blessed with, if you're gonna focus on gratitude, if you're gonna focus on the things that you appreciate, the things that you're proud of, your strengths, things like that, then you're automatically gonna start feeling better. You're gonna feel more pride. You're gonna feel more courage. You're gonna feel more power in your life. And if you wanna feel more, think about where your attention is because wherever your attention is, that's where you are. And the third step is thinking about the actual words that you use. Often, somebody asks us, hey, how do you feel? And you say, I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling, oh, I've had better days. The words that you use are extremely important. If you tell people you are feeling amazing, you're gonna have to have proof about why you're feeling amazing. If you tell people that you're feeling great and getting better every day, you're gonna find evidence around why you're feeling great and getting better every day. So you might say, oh, well, that's a lie, I don't feel great. 
Well, if you say that you feel great, you will end up feeling more great. And great's just a word. It's just a great word. Amazing is just an amazing word. So try to find more empowering words that you use both in your thoughts for yourself and in your communication with other people. And if you shift your body, if you shift your focus, and if you shift your language at the same time, now you have the trifecta of being able to create any emotion you want in your life. The conversation I had with my sister was incredible, and I'm humbled that I was able to have it with her so that she can improve her emotional well-being and can be present with her family. Now, we're going to be talking again next week, and we're going to be discussing how to be more present in our lives, and that's going to be a really exciting conversation because I recently finished writing a book called High Energy Purpose, and this book I published on Amazon, and the book is about how to be all in on your life and find your truth. Now, lots of people are looking for their purpose, and I've been thinking about my own purpose a lot, and I've been reading a lot about it and doing research and thinking a lot, and I decided, you know what? My birthday's coming up. It's time for me to write a book. So I wrote a book, and this book is all about awareness, how to stop suffering, what the ego is, why resistance leads to persistence, the thinking that creates reasons and excuses, not purpose, how you're feeling. And I talk a lot about these concepts, um, how you're truly an amazing miracle and thinking about the things that draw you in and the power that you have inside you and what fear really is and the agreements that you have in your life and the boundaries that you have to set up in order for you to be able to stay at a certain state in your life and the difference between respect and honor and what is forgiveness, how it's a high performance tool and integrity and how does it work and how do you really get behind your desire, how to really understand what desire is instead of needs and so on. So I basically focus on this whole concept of figuring out what your high energy purpose is, both your internal purpose and your external purpose. So I highly recommend reading the book. You can easily get it on Kindle or you can get it on by the actual book on Amazon and they'll ship it right to you. So I'm excited about having that conversation with her. I'm excited about having meaningful conversations with my relationships. And the truth is that having conversations are very helpful for people in general because through meaningful conversations with a mentor, with a coach, with a friend, with someone who has what you want, that's what creates the breakthroughs in our life. If you want to have a breakthrough in your life, then find somebody that you can have a meaningful conversation with. Personally, I want to create breakthroughs about relationships and I wanna keep growing so that I can contribute to the people in my life. So let me know if you're listening to this podcast so I know who my audience is. And feel free to email me, joe at joeapfelbaum.com because I'd love to hear from you. I really wanna know what's going on in your life. I wanna know what are some of the challenges that you're having. I wanna know what are the things that you're up to. What are your goals? What are you trying to achieve? And what are you learning from the episodes on this podcast? I had quite a few interviews with people and conversations with people over the past year that I have stored, and I haven't really shared those conversations, even though I've had permission to share those conversations. So I'm going to go back and listen to those conversations, and I'm probably going to take some of those conversations and add them, mix them in to future podcasts that I'm going to be producing, and I'm going to be doing it a little more of an organized fashion, instead of winging it and hoping for the best, I'm gonna produce something that I'm actually proud of and that I actually want to listen to. Now, thinking back 
about why it was always so hard to produce episodes for me, it's because often I got in my head. And here's a famous saying, if in, you're in your head, you're dead. <laughs> if you're in your head, you're dead. So I don't want to be in my head. If I am stuck in my head ever, I want to be able to go back to a script or go back to something that I wrote down that I prepared so that I'm not totally just improvising, which by the way, I'm super amazing at improvising because I've been practicing improvisation. I've been practicing improv, not in a formal way, but just in general, being proud of being able to put myself in situations that I feel super uncomfortable and just going with it. For example, when I do sales, it used to be that I wouldn't follow a series of questions and sometimes I still just go with it because I understand how to qualify a lead and I wanna take people through some creative way and surprise myself. But the truth is when I create boundaries, and I spoke a little bit about that because boundaries is what helps us be able to stay within a certain place that allows us, supports us to grow. If you want to be able to create a beautiful garden, you have to set boundaries on the garden. Maybe put up gates so the animals don't come in and start eating all your flowers and plants. You got to set boundaries to create something beautiful in your life. And you don't have to create boundaries where you don't let anything in. You have to be create smart boundaries where you let the right things in, the right ingredients, the sunlight needs to get in. You can't just create a boundary and put everything under, but we, it needs sunlight. You also need water. You also need certain uh, ingredients, certain vitamins and minerals and so on for things to be able to expand. So although you need boundaries, they have to be flexible and smart boundaries so that you can improve your life and that you could actually get to your goal. So I'm excited about this podcast this year, this season. So please communicate with me and let me know that you're listening to it because I want to know who the people are that are actually listening to it, that are actually getting value. My email is joe at joeapfelbaum.com. And let me know what you want to hear, what you want me to be talking about in season two of The Breakthrough Maze. I already have a bunch of things that I'm going to be talking about, and I have a lineup of over 50 relationships that I want to have conversations with, interview them, ask them questions about their own life, and in general, just about networking. There's a project that I'm building, which I call TOMATO, which stands for a Top of Mind Awareness Transforming Opportunity. And I've been thinking about this project over the past couple of weeks and working with someone that's going to help me be able to develop this in 2021. And it's an application that would help you build strategic relationships. I've looked around at all the relationship building applications that are out there. And there was one that I really enjoyed, but they were sold to a private company and they're not accepting people anymore. So I wanna build a niche tool for people that are connectors, people that want to build relationships, people that build relationships for a living. And in this tool, I'm going to differentiate the difference between strangers, between contacts, and between relationships and make it really easy for you to be able to segment and identify who's the center of influence, Who's an actual relationship, someone that you're looking to build a relationship with? Who are the contacts in your life that you have permission to contact, that you want to stay top of mind with, but aren't necessarily relationships that you need to build right now? Maybe they're a little busy. Maybe they're not as responsive as you want. Maybe they're not in the world of networking in general, and they're not the type to refer business, but it's good to stay top of mind with those people 
because you can leverage them or you can introduce people to them and add value to them, even though maybe they're not adding value to you directly. Sometimes having somebody that you can introduce people to that is an expert um, could add value to your network just by having those people. So understanding the diverse types of people that you have, who they are, what they're up to, what they're doing is extremely important and maybe even somehow gamifying it. Um, I have a bunch of ideas that I'm writing down and I'm building out this tool. And the reason I'm mentioning it here on the podcast is because I want you to know what I'm up to so that A, you can support me in my journey. So if you have any feedback about that and also B, for me to have accountability because if I don't have accountability, if, I don't, if I'm not telling people about this, I'm not gonna be motivated to actually create it. So once again, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. I really appreciate it. I'm gonna keep it to 21 minutes as promised. So thank you for listening and share this with a friend if you think this was valuable. And again, my email is joe at joeapplebaum.com. Boom, I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for being in my life.